Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Lunar Nation Radio Podcast Network. Now, I will say, be sure to check out the BGN YouTube channel. The link to the feed to the channel will be in the podcast description. I record all my podcasts on here, so you can look at me. You can make fun of the way I look. You can check out my Phillies hats, my Marvel Comics t-shirts. Wearing an Eternals t-shirt right now, just debuting it. Bought it at the great Brave New Worlds on Second and Arch, my favorite comic book store in Philadelphia. Maybe, no, not in Philadelphia, in the world. And, you know, see what we're doing on there. Record odds and end zones on there from the bleachers. Record an episode of From the Bleachers early in the week on Monday or Tuesday, I believe. Went all in on how this team is just an organizational failure from top to bottom. The ownership, the GM, the scouts, the head coach, assistant coach, quarterbacks, all the players. Doing that. And then I also had an episode of Odds and End Zones that posted yesterday, yesterday being Wednesday. I'm recording this around 1227 on Thursday. Maybe we listen to it Thursday night, Friday morning, whatever. And on that, me and Zoe, the great at tweets underscore by underscore Zoe, one of my favorite people in the world, discussing Eagles lines, doing a little preview, checking out the lines, discussing Philly guy DeAndre Swift, how he might have, you know, 160 yards from scrimmage against the birds and kind of just going through it because of the state of the team right now. And that was a little bit of a longer episode. I like doing the shorter ones for from the bleachers sometimes, especially when I'm doubling up in the same week, I think Monday or Tuesday episode was around 14 minutes and odds and end zones is a bit of a longer one. We go 35, 40, 45 minutes. Like it's hard to talk about talk by yourself for, you know, 30, 35 minutes. I like the 15, 20 minute ones. going to keep it brief here. Just kind of venting. It's, you know, I'm not excited for Sunday. I wish earlier in the season, or I say earlier in the offseason, before the Eagles schedule came out, I saw that Halloween was on a Sunday. And I was thinking, man, how awesome would it be for the Eagles to play at home on Halloween? Maybe it's a primetime game. We're all dressed up. We're all having fun, having a blast going in there. And I'm saying to myself now, I wish the Eagles weren't playing today. I wish I could go out and go to a bar or go on a bar crawl or Head to someone's house for a party. We're throwing a party this weekend. We'll see how it goes. But on Halloween itself, just do something fun other than watch the Eagles play an un, uh, not undefeated, a winless team, I should say, who still might beat them. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I think the line's at it was three and a half. Let's check out what the line is right now because talk about on odds and end zones. So this stuff can change quickly. I think last I saw Lions money line was plus one sixty. Again, we talk about this. With me and Zoe talk about it on odds and end zones and. There's, there's no shot in, in any sort of way that I would bet on the Eagles this season. Uh, I did it like – Lions down to plus 155. I think the Lions are going to win this game. I think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be bad. And I'm just – this team isn't fun anymore. 
It's they're boring. They're neither good nor fun. Two worst things. The worst combination possible. You have Nick Sirianni talking about photosynthesis, borophil, more like chlorophyll, or chlorophyll, more like borophyll, whatever. Because that guy doesn't know what he's doing right now. And he's in over his head, and people are like, well, you know, he was bad uh, at his press conference, and we thought it was bad to criticize him now. Now we're criticizing for the press conference now. Yeah, because the team's two and five. doesn't look like they know what they're doing in the slightest. And this wasn't even the point of this podcast. It's not even the title of it. But I'm just getting on a roll and I'm freaking out. What I did want to talk about today is the Eagles' philosophy on personnel. And obviously we know quarterbacks and offensive linemen and defensive ends are the most premium positions in the league. That's obvious. But the Eagles, in some ways, it's like a horseshoe theory. And you're talking about a political theory. And they've gone so far the other way in undervaluing both running backs and linebackers that they don't even have players that are competent NFL players at these positions sometimes. And it's, it's mind blowing. I'm a progressive football fan. I want to throw the ball all the time. I want to be one of the best passing offenses in the league. That's the way to consistent success in the NFL in the 21st century, have an elite passing offense. Sometimes you do need to run the ball. Look at the Manning cast, the Monday night football broadcast of Peyton Manning, Eli Manning here. Tom Brady talked this season, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Literally the two most prolific passers in the history of the sport. Guys who threw the football all the time, all the time. Manning cast, Brady talking. They emphasize the importance of the running game. I'm not saying we need to run three times on every down. We don't need to run on second and nine. We don't need to do stuff like that every single time. But at a certain point, you have to have a stable running game, especially when your quarterback doesn't seem ready for the big pros. Doesn't seem ready for the show right now, Jalen Hurts. All in on him hasn't been doing it this year. He's not stable right now in terms of quarterback play. It's shaky. Just not a high-level starting quarterback right now. And having some semblance of a running game would would help that. And you see they're not using Miles Sanders. Then Miles Sanders gets hurt, and they just don't have a clue what they're doing offensively. And even worse, even worse, these Boomer fans have been yelling about it for 15 years, and I was always against it, saying the Eagles don't have a linebacker. The Eagles, well, the linebackers don't matter. They actually do matter. Every position on the field matters in some sort of way. If you don't have guys who are NFL players at the position, you're not going to win. You have Al Singleton's going to lead the league in tackles because he's getting dragged seven yards downfield on every play. What is going on? I'm not saying if the Eagles have a top five pick, they need to draft a running back or a linebacker or a long snapper. But at a certain point, you have to take guys with premium picks if you want premium talent on your roster. Two years ago, they take Davion Taylor in the third round. Day two pick on a linebacker. That's a misfire. That guy didn't even play football in high school. I played on the freshman football team for one year. I feel like I played more high school football than him. Started both ways. Left tackle, strong side defensive end. Career end of that for that one, huh? And... Eric Wilson, crap free agent signing. He stinks. Whole team stinks. I'm mad. I don't even know what I'm going to go on about. It's going to be a short podcast. Do you guys like the short podcasts? Tweet at me if you like them or dislike them or whatever. I'm literally, I just got out of the shower, got dressed up for the podcast, got to go run some errands, and now I'm sweating profusely because this is how the team gets me worked up. My Uncle Pat, I sit with him every game. 
at the Eagles game, season tickets together. And he's always screaming. He wants Jordan Howard on the active roster, has has for the last several years. And he has at times. He was gone last year. Now he's back, whatever. And just wants to run the ball all the time. But you see in that Buccaneers game, when they were running the ball late and were having success, he's freaking out, like celebrating. And I have no choice but to respect it. And he's a guy who wants to take linebackers early. And then at a certain point, you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look at their linebacking core. Look at the Dallas Cowboys. They keep drafting linebackers. And their defense isn't great, but they're investing in a whole swath of positions. And their team is really good right now. And yeah, that's most because of Dak Prescott, but 49ers when they went to the Super Bowl. Strong linebacking core. All these different things. And the Eagles have holes all over the roster. Quarterback, really. Defensive tackle, Fletcher Cox is in it right now. Safety, cornerback. Every position, really but they're neglecting some positions so heavily and they've done it for so, so long that it's impossible to see how they get out of this hole because I don't see them investing these premium picks in these positions. Again, the Eagles will have probably two top 10 picks, two top 15, 16 picks or three top 15, 16 picks. And do they, their last eight uh, first round and second round picks are all offensive players. And again, Best way to consistent success in the NFL, great offense. But you need defense. You need players on defense. They're swinging too far in the wrong direction. I'm not saying we need to draft, you know, three 300-pound nose tackles. Get some, what was that, guys? Tank Washington, Ted Washington, Vince Wolfwork. We don't necessarily need guys like that. They just need competent defensive players, and they don't have any right now. And, yes, part of it's Jonathan Gannon. They have the most predictable scheme in the NFL. Me playing Madden, I could scheme against this guy. When I was 10 years old, sweating, working myself. I could go for a beer. Nice Kenwood, huh? And I don't know what they're doing. How do they get out of this hole? The season's lost. What do they do if Howie stays? Are they going to keep Nick? Are they going to get rid of Jalen? Are they going to trade for someone? I love Russell Wilson. I'd do anything to have Russell Wilson on this team. I really hope that if they don't like the quarterbacks in this class, and I'm, I'm not really sold on them. I'm not a draft expert, but just from what I see, no one's really standing out to me. And if they strike out on, you know, Watson, I feel like the Eagles do want Watson, but even though myself and a lot of the fan base doesn't, Aaron Rodgers, why would he come here? Russell Wilson, maybe. But what happens if they don't like – they don't want to roll with Hurts? Maybe they get a new quarterback, uh, new quarterback, new head coach. Do they do some kind of stopgap thing like the Colts did with Rivers and try to add talent on the rest of the roster? Like, is, is Jimmy Garoppolo going to be the Eagles quarterback next year? Is Kirk Cousins? Is Matt Ryan? I could see Howie going to – I think I talked about this with Zoe on odds and end zones. It's like Howie's like, yeah, you know, uh, we look at the way quarterbacks are playing in their their mid-40s their right now. See Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning in the past. And there's no doubt in my mind Matt Ryan can carry this franchise for the next half dozen years. One of the most prolific passers in, M- in NFL history, a, a former, a, an MVP, an all-pro player. He's going to carry us. And just like, oh, my God. What are we going to do? How do we get through this season? How many games have they played? Two and five, seven games or ten games left. How are we going to do this? Whatever. I think that's it for me. Be sure to leave review, five stars, whatever podcast platform of choice. Check out the YouTube channel. Please check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, all that stuff. Leave positive comments, no negative comments. Staying positive, PVO. Twitter and Instagram at Seamus Clancy. 
You can check out my writing for bleedinggreennation.com. And if you like the Sixers, I also write for the Sixers, uh, the SB Nation Sixers site, our sister site, libertyballers.com. And we also have my subscription newsletter, patreon.com backslash humans under Clancy, where I talk about Philadelphia sports every Monday through Friday morning. Get sent right to your email inbox. Going through it. I'm going through it. And I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Regardless of that, these people, even the even the general manager, seems like he's going to be for, here forever. The coaches, the players, the quarterback, they're in Philadelphia for a finite period of time, and we are here bleeding green forever. So keep that in mind. Someday these guys won't be here anymore, and we'll still be standing strong, and hopefully we get the triumphs we deserve in time. For that, keep bleeding it green, everyone. Gene.